That wasn't as good. Eh, whatever. We tried. What's up, people? You're Howdy. Listening, listening to Ash and Reese on Conversations with the Reinhardts. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk to each other. Pew, pew, pew. About stress relief. We've been feeling some stress lately in our lives, just like I'm sure everyone has after a year and a half of COVID. Oh, work just oof. existing, you know. I don't know. It's fucking hard. Let's talk about that because that's yeah. interesting. That that COVID life. Um, God, what a shit show. So Jesus, <laughs> talk about stress. Yeah. Um. So a year ago. Well, more than like a year and a half. Oh, I guess April. 2020 yeah, today's june that was when people were like oh yeah getting in the groove if you weren't already working at home at that point you started working at home essential workers became essential workers um unless you work in food service or at the grocery store well actually grocery stores i guess whatever then you don't like even get that much acknowledged the reason why I say this because I was working in food service at the time, and like even up until recently, we weren't. Where were you at the? I just want. I was at a coffee shop. You know, we we're talking about it, so I'm like, you were at Ava, right? I don't want to talk about the names of companies. You were at a coffee shop, right? Yes. <laughs> By a train station, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. And I was a student for the very first time ever in like a university after five years in the military. Yes. And that's where we both were. We had moved here together. Yes. We moved to this area in November. And then COVID happened. Uh, The first, I guess Seattle had some cases was like zero to 60 real quick yeah right? That's it was how like I the epicenter of the pandemic there for well we're not in seattle but we're no we're in portland which is a quick yeah. four-hour jaunt away i think it's only three probably to oh, from uh, portland to seattle for us it's four hours probably three hour jaunt away yeah. um so that's fun so kind of grappling with this whole entire like having no real support system or network here only having each other we just had river at the time we didn't have hazel and then yeah the pandemic hit reese and i both have well hang on (laughs) we're here to tell the tale Uh, so yes we survived but um, you know i somehow manage the anxiety that i have I was super anxious when it first happened. You know, I had some congenial heart problems um, when I was a kid. And so apparently that's not super bad, you know. So if you were to get COVID and you had congenial heart problems, that's not necessarily well, something that could make you sicker. You were under the impression it was, correct? Yes. yes. Correct. I also you thought like have... I'm a high risk person. Well, hang COVID. on. I have a heart murmur. Which me too. High five. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> which at the time was, but I thought that that plus that I was like, if I get COVID, I will die. 
Yeah, you were concerned. You didn't think, you didn't know all, you didn't know like, oh, maybe this isn't such a risk. You were under the impression like, it will kill me. Well, and like, let's go ahead and take a step back because no one knew. That's fair. I think everyone was pretty scared at the beginning. I Mm -hmm. think everyone had a lot of fear in their hearts. We had no idea. Science hadn't tested this virus. We had no actual kind of knowledge. We just knew that people were getting really sick. Yeah, yeah. And had to be put yeah. on ventilators. And most hospitals didn't have enough rooms or ventilators for all the people getting sick. I think people even who now are like kind of like anti-mask, anti-vaccine. I think everyone in the beginning was like pretty scared. Because everyone knew yeah. someone that was like, at, like you have parents, you have grandparents, you've got like a little kid. Like mm-hmm. everyone had someone that was like, shit, this could kill them. It was you a know. couple of months before people started using the it's not as bad as influenza. No, yeah. I think it I think at the very beginning, I think everyone was probably in duress and scared. So I was terrified. Enter in yeah, anxiety. Thought you thought you were at like high risk. Oh, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Um, we went to the grocery store. Every, like everyone is, so a fair fair fear, you know. We went to the grocery store once and it was right after the mask mandate it was like it wasn't put in place like you didn't have to wear a mask um, yeah, I, yeah but it was recommended by the cdc I and forget, so but now i remember yeah i was like making a mask out of little hair scarves that i had and then my mom sent us some masks and she, then uh, shout out to your mom she yeah. made like a bunch of masks for us it was awesome she really that, i thought that was really kind and nice yeah and, well, and you couldn't find them. Yeah, no, they at were the like getting sold out, and I thought that was really nice that you. Yeah, you know, my I mom. Know she loves to sew and stuff, but I was like, oh, that's really. She thank really. You. She was the real one there. Shout out to Ashley's mom. Anyway, continue. They were really nice too. They all tied behind the head, which, like, as yeah. the pandemic went on, was the only negative to it's, them. It started to suck, but at first, it was a real gift think yeah mask it was once uh hair salons opened up again and then realizing all i had was masks that tied behind the head they're like well yeah yeah. you can't get a haircut like this yeah you gotta kind of like tie it and then you gotta kind of i don't know wrap it around a bun or something like the (laughs) to really like wear it comfortably so i i did the whole um i'd tie it underneath my hair after a while yeah that's how i wore them but anyway still shout out my mom is amazing. Yeah, much love, love you. Love uh, you, girl. Thanks for taking care of us. <laughs> Neither one of us got COVID ever that we know of, at least. And I've been tested yeah. a lot. So, And I haven't been tested one time, but I am fully yeah. vaccinated now. So, Fuck. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Good. Go, go ahead and just go flash America, that privilege. Yeah, no, I hope everyone gets vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, me too. I hope that everyone... Um, Some people don't want to be, but... Can. You know, if, if you want to and you yeah. can for... Yeah. If, if you are able to for medical purposes, um, like if you, what am I trying to say here? If you have the ability to do regardless of whatever, because some people have yeah. medical um Some people it's like a higher risk. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't get the vaccine or it's suggested you don't get the vaccine. And like, that's. I feel like my little brother should be like that. He's had outbreaks because of vaccines. So, and if he got COVID, it would not be good <laughs> he has asthma too so. asthma he had like a collapsed lung and stuff when he was born so anyway pretty bad shout oh, out man. to everyone we're fully vaccinated hopefully you are too or you'll be soon you my know? grandpa has copd 
Yeah, Grandpa Sam, dude. Grandpa my, Sam. The best grandpa ever. I love Grandpa Sam. You know, he was a miner. He told me about it. That's how he got the COPD. Detail. Yeah. Yeah, I'm breathing in the chemicals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still out walks us. He's fast. Yeah. He's fast. One time uh, we were visiting and he's like, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to slow you down. Slow you down, yeah. Okay, Grandpa Sam, because you're going to do that, dude. We go for a stroll, dog. You're out here on a walk. Yeah, he (laughs) stepped it out. We went on like a mile walk. We were done in like 10 minutes. Oh, Grandpa Sam. That's like faster than I run. Great guy. COPD, at risk for COVID. A really amazing guy. He also has a huge garden. Yeah. Uh, pretty active, is, pretty healthy, I would say. Mm-hmm. For is he in his eighties? He's seventy six. Yeah, so I would say super healthy because I lost my grandparents when they were like in their seventies. Mm-hmm. So people in my family to that, really, really healthy. <laughs> people in my family live to be about a hundred usually. My grandma passed away a couple years ago. His wife. Yeah. Um, and she battled on and off with breast cancer, so. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it, you know. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then my grandpa, my mom's side, he had stomach cancer, I think also from smoking cigarettes. So tobacco. Tobacco is wacky. Yeah. One day one day it might get us. Shit. <laughs> we both used to be smokers, so I know. We still love it too. We talk about it. Yeah. It's like whenever we see a movie or yeah, we see like, someone I could else. Go on for the a smoke street. right now. Yeah, man. You know, we just don't which it's stressful you know. times we're like, you wanna go happy yeah, on a pack? Yeah. Speaking the of other stress person. relievers, dude, talk about a s oh a cigarette. Oh, That's man. the best stress reliever you can do. It's not worth it. It's not worth no, it. No, no, you feel it. You feel it. I still feel it. Don't don't spit that evil on me. Yeah, don't put that evil on me. Don't spit it at me. Okay, anyway, um back to the COVID thing. Yeah. So I stayed home for a while. Um, because I was able to, the company I worked for was really gracious and they're like, Oh, you're at risk. You're not feeling comfortable coming to work. That's fine. They were, they were super nice. They worked they were. with you a lot. They really took care of you. I thought. I will say it was super hardcore. Cause when I went back to work, a lot of people would try to come in without a mask and health code here is you cannot serve someone without a mask. It's yeah. the law. People and probably people do that would, all over the place. Right. I imagine. Right. And you know, I was the manager, so I have to uphold the rules. And so I got yelled at a lot. One time, so we had two bathrooms. One was for employees only and one was for um, customers because we were trying to, like, make sure that we were protected, thankfully. And uh, one person came in. They looked totally normal, you know. They looked clean and everything. They were like, can I use the bathroom before I order, you know. like, fine. Never mind. I don't want to spoiler alert, you know. Anyway. Yeah, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, I'll keep it to myself. I so, got a question about this. There's this guy who had gotten his coffee and a muffin, and he proceeds to have to use the bathroom after a little bit. So he goes back and forth, back and forth. And he, like, starts hollering at me. And my my manager was there, too, at the time. I mean, it was obviously shift. your fault, though. Yeah. And he was like, obviously. what's up? This guy's been in there forever. I have to go to the bathroom. And like me and my manager. What did you say? I said, you know. Like back to that, you know. I said, I'm I'm sorry. You know, my manager went over and like knocked on the door and was like, hey, man, like you need to like hurry up. I don't know what you're doing in there, but like you need to hurry up. I mean, like it was like 20 minutes. What if he just had like a sideways shit? I don't know. <laughs> 
that's fair. It's all Continue. I have to say is like if you go to a coffee shop, it's not the responsibility of the coffee shop to let you have a place to use the bathroom. A hundred percent. No, that's that's kind of my point. Like that guy, you know, finders keepers, like first come first serve, dude. My shit was more serious than yours. I mean, I'll just go ahead. And it deviate. was a problem though. Right. Yes, it yeah. was an issue. And I'll get back to this because I'll deviate to a different story. Before I started working at this specific store, there was a person who decided that there they was were going to shitter. hang on. <laughs> hang on. Let me talk. Okay. okay. Telling a story over here. I'm getting it's very up. important. I hope it's poop related. <laughs> it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Disappointment. Say whatever you gotta say then. Okay. Let me and I will. You ready? Okay. Well, hmm. hmm. All right. Shh. So they go into the bathroom, they lock themselves in there, and they make a home. What kind Six of home? or seven hours pass before the police are called, and they come in, they have to break the door down. That's right. That's not a shit, though. I think everyone knows that. I told you it was not poop-related. Oh, yeah. Okay, so under what okay, circumstance okay, do you okay, think okay. this is? Yeah, you know, you win. You're right. You're All right. right. You did. You warned me. You you were like, it's not poop-related. I'm you like, just it have... probably is. It's a bathroom. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> so for a long time during the pandemic, we didn't have any open bathrooms because, the, you know, no one did. Yeah. So it, it is what it is. So this customer was just so upset so upset and i'm about to like throw him out right because in oregon we reserve the rights to refuse I'm service to anyone Get the fuck out of here and he was becoming a little verbally abusive which is they always do right at this location that i worked uh there's well, a reason why i don't work there anymore and it's because say, of the abusive customers i don't want to pull you off topic what? but would you say most people in customer like you were customer service would you say most people or would you say like Maybe not most people, but there's like a high Get it out. What? ratio <laughs> of people that are aggressive towards you. Um, kind of like you're being depends. aggressive towards me right now. Hang on. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It depends on the situation. Stop and stop it. Okay. <laughs> Later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the situation and honestly depends on the location because I've worked at a lot of places where I did not have to deal with anything like that. But I've also worked at places where that is something that I had to deal with a lot. So I have kind of a thick skin um, when it comes to customers who are a little bit That's belligerent. Fair. Okay. So this customer was being really aggressive. And he was like talking at me i was making a drink at, and he was talking at me what was he talking at you what did he say just more about the bathroom baby you need to stop let okay. me get the story out okay hang okay. on i'm just excited dude i got a lot of questions i want to know who these people are we're trying are. to talk about stress relief i haven't yeah. even gotten through the first stressful story <laughs> yeah i need stress relief because reese Ask too many questions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 100%. No, I I'm just excited, dude. I want to know like where this bathroom story goes. I'm pumped about it because it's going to be a, a good time for me at least. I told him, I said, you know, because he was like, do you just let, because he started calling this person homeless. He's like, do you just let homeless people go to the bathroom all the time? And I was just, you know, I don't think he realized that I was the one who gave this person the bathroom code to use the bathroom because it has to go to the door because 
people will go in there and lock themselves in there for eight hours until police break down the door. That was a so, problem that you had had at this location. Right? Anyway, yes. Like I said, so this person was like, you guys just like let anyone use the bathroom. And I like, st- I like was just so uninterested. I said, you know, at the end of the day, you and I both know that we have both got into an establishment and used the bathroom before we ordered. Should we not be allowed that privilege anymore? Is that what you told us, dude? Yes, 100%. percent like, listen, me and you both, we've pissed in toilets before we bought anything. Let a brother piss. I said, he came to me and asked if he could <laughs> use the bathroom before he ordered. Yeah. Would you deny him that right? What 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 they say? They were silent, and they went over to my manager to go try to get them to take their side. I had enough. Really? Well, and the they didn't say nothing. They just walked away. They're like, one hundred percent manager about this. And at this point, he's putting down his muffin and coffee and says, "I don't want this anymore." This is ridic- and this is like five Who minutes later. Blame you. This is ridiculous. Yeah. My manager's like, "Hey, man." You can't just leave your stuff here. There's a race receptacle right there. You already paid for it. Throw it away. And this guy starts <laughs> raising his voice. And Hell so my yeah. manager has had enough because, you know, he's been yeah. yelled at now. for I'm The entire time that I'm just there also working shift with him. It's very expensive shift for our boss, by the way, having to like this, the area lead manager and then also the store manager working at the exact same you time. You were store manager. He was area lead yes. manager. Yes. And yeah, very expensive shift. But, you know, the pandemic, what it is, what it is. Him and I would talk about improvements for the store during this time. But yeah, you know, I think that he just lost his cool finally because the entire time he kept his cool and I kept on being behind here, like just behind him, just in the shadows, just on the cusp of being like, you need to leave now. You're no longer welcome in the store. Were you saying that or was he saying that? Well, hang on. This was never sent. Oh. Because. No one said this. Yeah. Every single time I got close to kicking this person out, (laughs) my manager would just be like, all right, man. Trying to de-escalate the situation. Trying to get him to take a chill pill. He's like, hey, man, chill out, dude. The shitter's for everyone. Okay. Well, it's not for everyone. It's for people with the code. And they had the code, right? Okay, baby. Anyway. So. He's sitting there talking back and forth. And then my manager's like, you know what, man? Like, you are being more of an issue right now than the guy using the bathroom. Honestly, it's you're being a little childish. Yeah. And that was all that this customer needed to hear because he picked up the coffee and the muffin, started hollering. Childish. Did you just call me childish? <laughs> and he threw his coffee and his muffin at us. Oh, like hucked it at you. Hucked I remember it. seeing the footage of this. I yeah, yeah. pulled it up on the yeah. camera so I yeah. could show every employee who worked at the store there. If this guy shows up, F him. Well, and then <laughs> I called the him. police and told them what had happened. Yeah. They took off on foot. Police officer eventually came up and said, couldn't find him or couldn't find her. Is what they said. Couldn't find her. Not surprising. Like, so it was, uh, it was a young man with long hair. So yeah. um, <laughs> you told me about that, too. They thought he was a girl like the whole time, basically. And I said, yeah, white male, yeah, yeah, five, five, long brown hair, wearing cargo shorts. Yeah. Don't trust a cop unless you know? his name is Braxton Simpson. And then probably don't trust him either. But maybe. Stop it. So anyway, um, I'm feeling kind of 
riled up. But that's what I, so I, I started quarantining myself to not get sick. And then I went back to work out of a feeling of obligation. No one guilt. ever forced me guilt. guilt. No one forced me or coerced me to go back yeah. to work. I did it out of my own guilt and anxiety. And then I returned to that. So you could say it was awful. So stress relief. How did you, yeah, how did you relieve your stress at this time? Okay. So, stress relief. Uh, I picked up yoga and a meditation practice. During our time at home, I did not drink at all. Can't say that I still don't drink, but, you know, we were sober. I'm drinking right now, you know? Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think I probably didn't drink at the time. Well, no, we were, we were both sober. Yeah. You were both sober the entire time. Uh, you just started running. I was running with oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then know. um I was we were doing yoga together. We did yoga with Adrian's thirty days. Putting in the work. And then, you know, stressful times. We got engaged, more stressful times, and then I joined we joined a gym. Yeah, what a waste of fucking money. And then Oregon shut down again. Yeah. And then it reopened, and I joined a yoga studio. And, and I then, and I joined a rock climbing gym. So. Yeah, yeah, we realized uh, that was a mistake. Yeah, you used to, then. you know, pump iron when you were in the military with all your boys, and yeah, and it just wasn't the same, I guess, and wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't the same because I well, don't really care about being strong. Well, and honestly, now that I don't have anyone to be strong in front of, like. I don't care about being strong. Yeah, you, but like you look at me all the time. You're like, you're so strong. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. Strong man. Yeah, yeah, big strong man. <laughs> uh, carry me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crazy strong or nothing. Um, strong enough to carry me. But strong you're, like ox. You're about the only person I got to impress, right? I don't know. Well, even we that, it's together. like I'm impressed. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> oh, you know what I used to like doing was climbing rocks. So I went to a climbing gym. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah. Oh, during the pandemic, we used to also do like a little. Still going on, I guess. Well, during like the height of it, when everything was shut down. When it was real severe, when like you were no vaccines. Yeah, yeah. Like people at home, lockdown. People were going dying by the tons of thousands of of days. I couldn't even guess how many grandmas do you think died. Kids died too. You want to. You think they were the same amount of grandmas as kids? Or you want to place a bet? We can look it up later. I'm not going to do that because death is not funny. Yeah, that's fair. Do you feel (laughs) bad now? No. (laughs) No. Not even a little bit. I don't know. People fucking die. We got to deal with it somehow. All right, babe. Jeez. But yeah. Let's change the topic before we we say something we can't take back now. I'm... uh, Well... I'm not going to say nothing other than that. I don't know. I'm sorry for everyone's loss. People lost a lot for sure. And I'm sorry you have to deal with that. It sucks to lose anyone, to lose a grandparent, a kid, anyone in between sucks. So I'm not trying to make light of that. I just, I know a lot of people died and that's a coping mechanism for me, I guess. He's had a lot of people die in his life. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have I've, to get into yeah, it. Yeah, I've lost a lot of people and like, I'm not trying to say like, I've lost more than you because I haven't. Everyone's lost someone mm-hmm. probably. 
But the pain that he feels from the loss that he's felt is yeah. similar to the pain that you may feel from the people you've lost. Yeah. And that's and what makes us yeah. human. That's what makes us one. You know, yeah. that's what, you know, connects us is the fact that regardless of what you're suffering through, enjoying for sure. or whatever, you know, you are not feeling those feelings by yourself. Yeah. COVID's, COVID is no joke. It killed a lot of people that a lot of people cared about. And but I'm not trying to make light of that. I've lost a pe- well, like a lot of people. I've lost someone to, to pneumonia, which is like a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. less. People aren't afraid of that or nothing. Um, uh, anyway, people have lost a lot of people. I'm not trying to make light of that. It sucks. Losing someone sucks. I'm trying to live my life and be all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm sir. not trying to like, I'm not trying to. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. 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 All right. (laughs) So connectedness, oneness. Yeah. Just like how everyone has felt lost and knows what it's like to feel, you know, an emptiness, you know, a longing for a loved one or a cherished person or something like that. You know, I would say the majority of the population knows kind of what that feels like. Um, but we also, yeah. I'll just go ahead and say, at least everyone in America, you know, uh, if you're from America, if you're from like a first world country, honestly, you know, not being able to go out to eat, not being able to go shopping, not being able to go to the office, well, I mean, a not lot being of people... able to go to happy hour, not being able to do just like your regular everyday activity pre-COVID, you know. Sure, it sounds kind of like, oh, you can't give up one thing. But, like, at the end of the day, a lot of people have had some really low points during I, this time. This I past would wager year. most people. COVID mm-hmm. has killed a lot of people, and a lot of people know those people, you know? It's caused a lot of fear. It's caused yeah. a lot of anxiety. It's caused a lot of loneliness, depression. Yeah. People who were in really abusive situations weren't really able to get rid of those or get away from those abusive situations. Like, you know. It's been a lot, I would say, for everyone. So all that being said, I will say one thing for me. One little nugget of good that has come from this pandemic has been... Finding some positivity, some spirituality. Yeah, that's fair. Probably a fair amount of people. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not trying to put that on anyone. I'm just saying for me, since this episode is about stress relief. Yeah. You me make personally. Peace, right. Did you feel like you had to make peace? Make peace with what? Just what was happening. No, I, I still am not okay with it. um but spirituality and like what comes with that helps so at the beginning of covid you and i like really delved into kind of like that zen buddhism kind of situation you know teach not han and all of that just focusing on breath trying to meditate i still try that yeah and then it was every day you know you had um what's that guy called who does the ice ice uh (laughs) <laughs> Swims. His name is Wim, Wim Hof. Hof. Yeah, Wim, Ho- uh, Wim Hof. 
he's he's a little crazy. You don't know how to take cold showers. Um, they're pretty wild though. You can go pretty deep. You can meditate. You can be cold. You can really get into your own breath, and you don't gotta take like a drug you don't got to do nothing mm-hmm. special you just turn the water to cold and you really like just focus and embrace and you go and you see these things and like i don't know you kind of become okay with them i guess i don't know um yeah i don't know if i'd say i was okay with it but like it did help for sure <laughs> so that yeah um, and you and I got into like kind of a fitness journey. Yeah, working out. We were doing meditation, like you said. Every day. Yeah. Every single day. That's the biggest one, I think, is some form of meditation. Yeah. Would you agree? Would you say that helps? Well, I'm just talking about like what nuggets came out of yeah. the pandemic for us. I'm not talking about uh, what we actually currently do for stress relief. Okay. Yeah, so I'd say, like, meditation, oneness, like you're saying. Yeah. Physical activity, mm-hmm. same, yeah. It's, like, really... Um, Caring about yourself, I think, kind of sums it up. <laughs> yeah, really, just, like, looking inward. Yeah, you yeah. You know, I... What do you want? What do you want to do? What do you want to feel? What do you want to be okay with? What yeah. do you want to work on? Looking at yourself a lot. Not to cut you off, sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, so that was kind of the jumping off point, at least for me, um, with the kind of journey that I'm on now. You know, this whole spiritual awakening that I'm currently on. And that's not going to be the same for everyone. And I understand that some people are going to be like, oh, wow, a little woo-woo or whatever. And that's fine. You know, don't yuck my yum. Don't yuck my yum, dog. So, Get out of here with your yuck. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that was the beginning of that. I know when um, I went back to work, I lost 80% of my good habits. It's hard to keep mm-hmm. on top of. It really is. Yeah. So here I am now. Um, just talking about myself in that own way. I listen to audiobooks a lot about like spirituality and then also for like fun. So like I really like thrillers. So I just recently listened to um Oh my gosh, I'm gonna feel so embarrassed if I get this wrong. Thomas Harris. <laughs> I mean I The Hannibal know. Lecter guy. Yeah, so yeah. I listened to Silence of the Lambs for the first time. I love the movie. It's one of my top ten favorite movies. You've also read the book, right? I just listened to it on audiobook. I read yeah. Red Dragon. Yeah, okay, my bad. Paperback. I, I, I have up. I have that one yeah, in my okay. possession. Really good read, but that's the first in the in the trilogy. So Red Dragon is Red Dragon. Oh, in the movies, it's like the third. <laughs> gotcha though. Keep going. Pretty positive. It's the first in the. No, Hannibal. I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Hannibal is the first. Well, Hannibal was. It's like the prequel. Yeah. So the so before, right? Well, right, but it wasn't released before. No, the mo- movie wise, it was. Yeah, Hannibal came out before Red Dragon. Hundred percent. I bet money. Not that it matters. Keep going. So anyway, back to what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, that is a 
big part of stress relief. You know, I have hobbies and I like to do certain things, but for me, I practice yoga at least three times a week. Um, go to class. Yeah, I go to a, like a teacher, a studio. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and I think that that's easier because it's a little. It's just too easy not to do shavasana or, yeah. like you know, that's the truth. Do the fullest extent of your ability, you know. It's uh, just too easy not it, to do. It's easy I think not that to do sums it. it up. Yeah, and I think that especially with taking yeah. such a big break, because I mean. You know, I went back to work in July, and so I didn't keep up with what I was doing during quarantine, basically from then until now-ish. You know, and even then, it's like, you know, I work 40-hour weeks now. I work like a corporate nine-to-five, and it's really hard to, especially when my commute is 30 minutes in, 30 minutes out. You know, plus a lunch, that's a 10-hour day of not being at the house and, you know, not having, yeah, like, a quiet yeah. moment to yourself. Yeah. And so combine that with... Especially where you work, where you can hear people listen to music and do stuff. Well, you know. usually people wear headphones, but, you know, the... Not all of them. You're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to. Well, Most, dude, they Everyone on my floor wears headphones, yeah. Oh, my bad, man. So... Yeah. It's like, you know, I wake up in the morning. If I don't wake up early enough, I don't get to meditate. When I get home, if there's traffic, I don't get any time to myself before my yoga class. Um, You know, and on my days I don't have yoga, there's always like a list full of things to do. It just seems like my prioritization for self-care gets always put on the back burner. You know, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Um... I guess the more that I like live and do my thing, the more I realize that working a 40 hour work week is, uh, <laughs> this might sound really silly to a lot of people who really enjoy their 40 hour work week job, but probably not many I'd imagine. It's like, it's like killing a part of yourself. <laughs> Hardcore. Not like suicide, but it, it is like a, a partial part of you me. Give up, you give up part of yourself to yeah. have stuff in return. And it's like, what what really am I getting? Money and all that, I guess. So, you know, stress relief. Yeah. What a heavy thing to say. My bad. <laughs> I don't know. A it, lot of people sell part of themselves to work to pay for things mm-hmm. it's i was like, in the military for five years literally just to pay for college that's true <laughs> like that's five true. years of my entire life <laughs> you know i'll die at like 75 and like really it'll be like i died at 70 you know and part of that's my fault i guess for not living as fully as i could have i live pretty fully but like not the way i wanted to anyway people well, sell a part of themselves for sure you you give up yeah part of your life you're giving up a large part of your life mostly 40 hours a week is a large part of the week and so what i'm what i mean what i'm getting at by saying that is that you know if you are one of those people who has to work 40 hours a week or more 
you know, you, you have to really prioritize, you know, what's important to you, you know, uh, and I think that stress relief and working on being okay with yourself, at least for me, is like my top priority. Um, and that's why I pay to go to a yoga studio because I pay the money and if I don't go to the yoga studio, that's me throwing it away. Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's an obligation I have now that I love. I love yoga. And it relieves stress. It does. Yeah. And it's exercise and it's meditation and, you know, I do power vinyasa twice, a, sometimes three times a week, which is really difficult. It's not like I'm sitting here just like, oh, I'm going to get thin and super, you know, ripped from doing power vinyasa but you know at the same time it's like it's, it's movement meditation it's practice right? it's practice yeah so for me it's just you know when you're doing those hard poses it's easier just to surrender to how difficult it is and just yeah. be with your breath and i like to use mantras uh you know i think i think so. a big takeaway from that is like yoga feels kind of workish sometimes but it is a stress reliever because mm-hmm. i feel the same way about a lot of things well i'm sure you feel that way about running yeah it's like something you have to do like i have to run to be yeah. good at running um and it's like an obligation but it does man you run you run yourself ragged and like you'll be tired and like you just mm-hmm. can't help but not be stressed out because like you're exhausted yeah. or you thought about it on your run or whatever. Um, it's like a meditation running is. Yeah. Same with nothing I, but, you know, your breath and your feet yeah. touching the pavement. And honestly, I would wager climbing's the same. Like you got some people got fear of heights or whatever. Like I, I mean, I got a fear of heights. I just ignore it. But like, yeah. <laughs> You know, like, you got fear of heights, you got, like, physical exertion, and, like, it turns into, like, a dance almost. You know, like, I've seen people climb, and it's, like, yeah, it turns into a dance. It's, like, you got to do these moves this way, and, like, you just move your body like this in, like, this rhythm, and it you zen out, and you get... I would say it's what what scientists call the zone. You know, like yeah. people have, people have backed up like the zone with like papers and stuff and flow like, state. Yeah, flow state, flow, flow state. state. Um, and you just get into it and like you do it, but it definitely is still work. Like running is work, and like if I want to climb hard, like I gotta climb hard, and like that can be work. Well, right, and I yoga think yoga can be work, but it is more than that though, because I don't go into yoga or something that I enjoy being like this is gonna suck. Yeah, same. I don't. I don't. No, it's. I don't go on a run that way. I don't go to to the gym that no. way. Like I don't think like, oh, this is gonna blow. I'm like, oh hell yeah, I get to go do this. You know. I think that it's more so like it forces you to be extremely mindful of what's happening. You got to be in the moment. You yeah. have to be. You got to be. You got to be there and present. Like you can't be thinking about like, oh, what about this? What about? So that spirituality. Just by the way, listener, if you didn't think that you were spiritual at all being present and spirituality that's the spirit in you yeah that's fair i'd call it that (laughs) if you don't think you're spiritual and you like to be present just you know ignore that comment i guess but i don't know some people are afraid of that spirituality religion all that type of stuff well spirituality and religion are two separate things i think for some people i'm just 
I'm trying you to say. You can be, well. For some people, it's all under the same umbrella. And like that's Bodhi, fine. Like for instance. Or Jeff. <laughs> for instance. It's all, it falls under the same thing, you know. And that's his, that's, that's their view of it. Yeah, yeah. It's but just because you're religious doesn't mean you have to be spiritual. And just because you're spiritual yeah. doesn't mean you have to be religious. But and you just can be, be yeah. religious and spiritual. And just because an experience feels spiritual doesn't mean it's religious. Doesn't mean it's negative or whatever. I'm just saying for some people, they kind of have the same connotation. <laughs> I don't want to ostracize anyone, you know. Live your life. All right. Anyway, stress relief. We feel like the the flow state, that's kind of the key, I think, right? Because you probably get into I that in macrame, too. No. Really? I don't really consider it to be flow state, to be You don't, like, honest. zone out and just, like, tie this knot or whatever. I don't no, know. I view it as, like, I'm just, ex- I'm there. No. I'm that sounds 100% like, present. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like... Like presence and flow state, I guess I probably equate to the same thing, and I guess they're not. To me, flow state is when you're extremely into something that you are really good at, that you lose yourself in. And you don't do that with macrame? No, not really. You're just there, but it's not the same. I'm really aware of what I'm doing with the macrame, but I don't think that I lose myself in it. That's fair. I feel that I feel that way about the work that I do right now. So that's. I mean, it makes sense to me. You know, um, I view it as like you know we watched that movie Soul. Yeah, yeah, we did. He, <laughs> you know, they say like this is the zone. That to me is flow state. I've read yeah, you know yeah. approximately two chapters of the book Flow. Which is I've talking all about it. that. Um, I'm not an expert by any means, but that's personally how I view it. As yeah. like, you know, he is so advanced and good at piano that he loses himself there. Yeah, I'm not an expert by any means, but like I'm familiar. Like I've accomplished that feeling, and you know, drumming. And, and I think that that's, whatever. you know, you're extremely present as well. But to be mindful to be here is to be aware and that's kind of how i see it it's like you know if you are completely in the moment if you are completely you know on the task at hand you know you're in a meditative state you're extremely aware yeah you know if i'm in the zone i may just be able to be in the zone and things are happening all around me but i'm there i'm focused on this one thing at hand so to me, it's like a yeah, little different. Technicality, sure, they but they sound the same to me. But I, I feel you. I guess. Well. Well, and the only reason I say I'm they not sound trying to argue, so I'm just no, like maybe yeah. I'll just take it, give it to myself. The only reason I say they sound the same is like climbing to me sounds the same as drumming, but like I'm much better at drumming. But like, well, okay, so losing to me, yourself in something. The difference is, is the same feeling. If you're drumming. And you're like in the zone or you're like there, you know what I mean? Would you be able to, like, if I opened the door and looked at you, would you be aware that I was there? No, probably. No, not at first, at least. So I wouldn't yeah. say that that's like, like, yeah, I wouldn't say that's the same. Well, and that I feel the same way climbing. Like if you walked into a climbing gym and I was there, like I would not be aware that you were, <laughs> you had walked in and were watching. Well, and that's yeah. a little different because that's like a big place. 
Well, I mean a little bit, but even if you were standing there staring at me, like I would not realize probably until afterwards, you know. Sure. Um, I don't know. I would say that's a big, same with, you know, honestly running and stuff and like for you, like you said, like yoga. Um, I don't know. It's all, I would say the zone is kind of what you're aiming for for like that stress relief especially like you just want to like be where you are doing what you're doing you don't want to be lost in thought thinking about some stuff thinking about the future the past whatever you just want to be there experiencing not great but <laughs> pretty good uh before i ask you your closing thoughts i'm just gonna get mine right quick Okay. I think the secret to stress l- relief is being in the zone. And I think what being in the zone is, is being present. You need to be aware of where you are right now, what you're doing right now. You got all these thoughts, you got all these goals, you got all these dreams, all this guilt. You got all this stuff, all this built up stuff, right? Attached to like what you should be or where you should be or what you should be doing. And I think the key to being relieved of stress is being present where you are right now without any of that crap attached. Um, That's why I like drumming. I like running. I like all this other stuff. Um, Just takes me to there. When you're out of breath, you're out of breath. (laughs) You're running. You're out of breath. You're drumming. You're like just in a groove. Wherever you are, I think that's the key is being where you are. So I think, you know, hopefully some people will take that and go to the zone or go to the present or whatever you want to call it. And hopefully while you're there, you'll forget about some of the stuff that's stressing you out, I guess, for a minute at least. Yeah. All right. Have at it. So I think the secret to stress relief just go with your theme is practicing self-care for me self-care is you know practicing like spirituality it's doing yoga and then it's like doing things that I enjoy and self-care by definition is just doing things that are good for you or make you feel good Um, and that could be doing you know your dishes because they need to be done or it could be you know, going grocery shopping because you need to go grocery shopping, but it could also be taking a nice bath with a bath bomb, uh, exercising, you know, uh, taking care of plants, just stuff that makes you feel good that, you know, feels good, you know. um, Whatever it is that makes you feel good. (laughs) I had, when I used to see my therapist, she said self-care is can be things that make you feel you know like a child just free of care and i've held on to that so it's not just stuff that's good for you like studying if you have a test coming up or paying your bills on time it's also things that make you feel good to be alive you know yeah gotta have a purpose for being here right yeah you can't just be so focused on all the miserable stuff all the time you know it's Life is full of 
you know, For give sure. and take, you know, some <laughs> yeah. stuff is going to be super miserable, but it doesn't have to be your whole life. Yep. And those miserable moments don't have to be so miserable. And I think that the ultimate takeaway, at least for me, is we get to choose. You know, it may not feel like it in the moment. You know, it may feel very intense. We get to choose. We choose how we feel. We choose how we react. And we choose what we, you know, do in result of that. So don't so. let yourself go. Know that you're in control. Make a good choice. Do things for you as long as they are not harming to other people. Yeah. Be present. Be Be here. Now. Yeah, be here now. <laughs> Plan for your future. Learn from your past. But root yourself in today. Because today it's not gonna happen again. Yeah. And that's the truth. All right. That being said, um, thank you so much for listening to us. Yeah, thanks a bunch. Always love the company. Love love the conversation. Yeah, please let us know um your thoughts, yeah. comments, questions, concerns, and then uh we don't have. I guess we do have an Instagram. I just haven't posted on it yet. Yeah, but we do have. I mean, we have a YouTube, and then we have the podcast hosted. So, like, if you want to say something, you can find us for sure. My personal Instagram you can find is ash dot catch dot om, and then if you want to follow our Instagram that we have together, it's the Reinhardt's blog. Yeah, we don't really blog though. But the Instagram exists and the we blog might blog. Exists. We might, but for now we're just talking to each other. And that's okay. Yeah. All right. Peace out. Yeah. Peace out, Girl Scout. Have a good night. <laughs> you know, thanks for listening. Hope you guys had fun, learned something, whatever. Or you felt less yourself. alone. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you hated it, as long as you had a reaction. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> just <laughs> All right. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>